<clears throat> I, and it just blesses me when uh, Chuck, or this time it was Chuck, got up here and couldn't remember Jesse's name. That just is so good because that happens to me all the time. Isn't it encouraging when somebody else does it? Yes. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. Yeah. Her last name's not Thornton either. Chuck uh, did remember, however, not to say missions, plural, but mission. So many times we think that missions or mission is going across an ocean or going cross culture. Then you're a missionary. We're all missionaries. And this is to the glory of God, the fourth in our series, to the glory of God. Mission is not defined by what one does, but by who he is. We've all been called to mission as new creatures in Christ Jesus. In 2 Corinthians 5.17, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature, a new creation a new spiritual DNA, a new identity. We are now alive in Christ. The Holy Spirit indwells us. We are now citizens in heaven. We have a destiny that is out of this world. And our mission, among other things, is to take others with us. All to the glory of God. In that same text in 2 Corinthians 5, three verses later, it says, as we are new creatures in Christ, so we are ambassadors of Jesus. An ambassador of the United States of America is not a representative of the United States, but a personal representative of the president. We are personal representatives of the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, Jesus. That's who we are. That identifies, therefore, what we are to be. We are also called upon, in Romans 12, 1, to be living sacrifices. And <laughs> please excuse me, but the Greek there is a punctiliar verb, which means at a point in time, we are to present ourselves and then keep on presenting ourselves as living sacrifices, and throughout Scripture, we are referred to as doulas, slaves of love to one to whom we lose our personal preferences. Our will is to do his will. Is that how you live? Is that how I live? So many times we forget our will is to do his will. That's how God intended for it to be. Ambassadors, living sacrifices, doulas, slaves of the Lord Jesus Christ. Our doing must be rooted in our being. Knowing who we are in Christ is the basis and foundation upon all that we are and should be seeking to do. Our mission is to bring glory to God. And our mission field is, I believe, there's kind of a theme this morning about loving your neighbors. Is that right? That's the last I heard. Uh, loving your neighbors as yourself. Now, the question is, who is our neighbor? And that begins at your breakfast table. In our homes. Our mission begins in our homes. 
Last week, Chris was talking about bringing glory to God in the area of family. And he mentioned the, the uh, standard verse in Proverbs 22, 6, train up a child in the way that he should go. And that word train up is a very unique word. And it, de- it described a practice where they would dip a finger in honey and put it to the mouth of a newborn babe to stimulate sucking. It was to stimulate. And uh, I had another word written down here. Create desire. As, as you live Christ around the breakfast table, around at home, by your lifestyle, by your relationship with the Lord, are you stimulating a desire in your children to know the Lord and to follow him? As Chris so well said last week, in maybe not in the same words, but more is caught than taught. And your kids, oh boy, are they discerning. They know you better than you know yourself. They can tell what you're thinking, what you're going to say next. They got it down pat. You're teaching whether you mean to or not. In 1 Timothy 5, 7, Paul was talking to Timothy, his son in the faith. Do you know what? He found him in the faith before he, when he first met him. And his faith came through the scriptures from his grandmother and his mother, Lois and Eunice. In Roman, excuse me, in Matthew 28, 19 and 20, 18, 19 and 20, Jesus, the last words he said before he ascended to heaven, all authority is given unto me and in heaven and earth. Go, therefore, a participle which should be translated as you go. Not a, not a command for missionaries who go across the ocean, but for all of us as we go, make disciples. And I am with you even into the very end of this age as you live here in this world with a mission to make disciples. And that begins, of course, at the breakfast table, but it extends to the marketplace. And I think a verse of scripture has been so key to my thinking of what, what evangelism is, is in 1 Peter 3.15, it says, Sanctify the Lord God in your hearts. And always, always be ready to give an answer to everyone who asks you a reason for the hope that is in you, in meekness and fear. I had, uh, I won't name the name, but uh, they try to give you Watchtower magazines at your door. You know who I'm talking about. Well, a couple of them were, were at our door yesterday. And... It's the meekness part that is so essential because it's easy to get into an argument, especially when they talk about my Jesus and tell me that he was a created being. And my Jesus, Galatians, Paul talked about those who would be false teachers who who present another Jesus. Well, that's another Jesus. The Jesus I know is the Lord of glory, King of kings, the creator of the universe, and the source of uncreated, self-existent life. And we are all dependent upon Jesus for our very existence, whether we are believers or unbelievers.
And it is this Jesus who said, go, and as you go along the way, make disciples. And it's a, it's a, I believe a lifestyle of building relationship with people that God most often uses to bring people to faith. Just as you want to create desire in your children, those around us should have a desire created within them as they watch, as they interact with us, giving us opportunity to give an answer for the reason of the hope that lies within us. And that should be just unintentional. But you know, there are those that do intentional ministry. And one of those uh, would be my my sister and brother-in-law who have a ministry to isolated peoples along the coast of Canada and Alaska. They go back and forth on their ship. They have two crews. They correspond with over 5,000 people now. They've been doing this for 30 years. Hundreds of people have come to faith in Christ. And what is so fascinating to me is they never preach the gospel. They don't hold church services. They just build relationships with people, and then people come on their boat, and they talk, and one thing leads to another, and many, many come to faith in Christ. It's, it's not, uh, it's intentional, but it's, it's not intentional. It's uh, just being who they are, and building relationship, and serving, and helping, and being there for people, and people ask questions, and one thing leads to another, and they come to know the Lord. It's a, an incredible thing. And, and some people do have intentional ministries. And Paul, the Apostle Paul, wrote to one such person, his son in the faith, Timothy. The last letter he wrote was to Timothy, Second Timothy in our Bibles. And in it, he said, there's some things that you need to do, Tim, and there's some things you better avoid. But most importantly, there are things that you must be. And the first thing that he said that you must be is strong in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. And the last thing he said was, be ready in season and out of season. We're never on vacation when it comes to our relationship with Jesus Christ. Being ready, being discerning, uh, understanding opportunities that, that come our way as we live our life before a watching world. In between being strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus and being ready in season and out of season, he says, be diligent. Be all in. If you're all in, all the time, you don't have to be doing a whole lot of thinking about your conduct. It's just always there. And he says, be gentle. And it's a word that has the idea of become contagious. As we think of our mission, is to be contagious to such a degree that many about us, as we seek to love them and build relationship, will ask for a reason for the hope that lies within us. I was told to keep it short this morning. I'm done. I did. <laughs> Let's pray. Father, I just thank you that you have called us to mission. And as we uh, listen to several this morning who are going to be talking about that very thing, uh, to love our neighbors first and foremost, and then ultimately to the other, other ends of the earth. 
I thank you, Father, that you have counted us worthy. You have chosen us to be your personal representatives, ambassadors on planet Earth. And I thank you until the day that Jesus comes. All authority has been given to him. And in his name and by his command, we live our lives as new creatures in Christ before a watching world. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.